The resentment list with your hosts, Naomi and Ben. I have no idea what episode number this is because my first resentment is with Apple for doing some random shit with the episode numbers and now it's just completely chaos. And I've spent the morning or the afternoon trying to reformat our whole podcast um, to fit into some weird thing Apple has done. Um, So, yeah. So, now none of the episode numbers coincide with the actual episode numbers. Did you reformat it? Yeah. I mean, this is going to be really boring for everyone else, but (sighs) basically we... Apple didn't put an episode number. We put episode in Word, episode one, episode two in the title. So that was fine. But then they've they've rolled some shit out where they put they put their own episode number. So when so ours was episode one and then they'd they'd have one b- before it. Apple always has to have their finger in everyone's yeah, pies. Yeah, but interestingly, I looked at other people's podcasts and all the popular ones don't have that. So, Joe Rogan, for example, oh my God. our favourite, favourite man, he has the hashtag 123, you know, episode 123. So, But he doesn't have... So, so say if the same thing happened to him, it would be... It would have a, you know, 123 dot and then, a, then how he's named it, hashtag 123. Um... And, you know, I'm really upset because why? why? Because we're little, we're small, we don't have as many listeners. We're, we're like a mom and pop. We're uh, a mom and pop. Why, why does it happen to us? Why do, why? So anyway, I've reformatted them all. And now, you know, the marketing that we've done is just completely fucked now. Podcast is over. Um, so that's my first resentment. I hope Apple doesn't kick this episode off because of me. <laughs> yeah, they're listening. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never know. They could have some like algorithm. Yeah, they probably have algorithm, algorithm where where if you slag them off. But I actually love you, Apple. Like I I get I have all your products and um and I believe in you. Um, Slave labor. But um, but I actually got a Fitbit for my Is birthday. Is that an Apple? No, it's not. Yeah. How's a Fitbit going? Uh, it's actually um a really good. <laughs> it's actually a really good um Contraption. thing for my OCD because oh. now every day, and I'm sure other people have had this experience. Now I'm obsessed with how many steps that I have, and it's actually a really good distraction from um my own self hatred and um, guilt, remorse, um and just like general wishing to be dead. Yeah. Um, it's a really good distraction. So when I am working. Um, my weekend job in hospitality, I do 20,000 steps before noon. Isn't that great? That's crazy. Oh, I want a bit more enthusiasm. <laughs> That's a lot of steps. That's double your daily steps. Yeah, so, so what I'm saying to you is I need dopamine and I need some attention. So, you know, me going, oh, wow, I've done 20,000 steps. Aren't I great? Like that's that's a bit of a silver lining in a really shitty day for me. Can I ask you a cue though? What? Um, what is it this thing? Because I had the same thing like we've talked about the Uber and everything and that we like little um, things and numbers and mm. ratings and all that. 
what is it about like is it just the dopamine thing because i just like i like the idea of the fitbit just because you have you it's can track like why do we want to track everything it's like, just it's weird and it, it is problematic but you know when i got to so my goal is twelve thousand steps when i get to twelve thousand steps they it it comes up on the screen, it vibrates and it has all these balloons. And it's like, you got your goal and you get all these badges. Oh, you get balloons? Yeah, and then you get badges. So it's like, oh my you're, God. they're like, you, and they send you an email. They're like, you're pretty good with your steps. Oh my you God. have no problem. I just want to be, oh and my God. And then also it tells you your sleep. It tells you how many, how many hours you slept. How, were you in a deep sleep? Were oh. you in a light sleep? Did I, th- I can't remember if I said this on the podcast. Did I tell you that stat I read about how the number one thing um, women want to be told during sex is you're a good girl. Ew. Yeah. So that's so that's really like at the heart of like we don't think about how much validation is is important to us. And so really, and I completely, I'm being completely transparent about it now. Is that I just want that. I just want a little whatever. What is a Fitbit tech? Like a watch. Is that what it is? Or it's a smartwatch. Smartwatch. I just want to see a watch on my arm that just says you're a good person. Yeah. Like well, that's, that's what we want. Well, that's what basically it's saying. Yeah. And like it shows you how much like your heart rate, everything. And that's so true. Like I was talking to this to someone with a client the other day um, and I was saying how, you know, it's like the love languages. Like we all in relationships, we all want different things. And for me in work, I don't care about money. I don't care about status. I just want them to go, oh, you're doing a really good job. Like, oh, yeah. you did really well with that. And when I f- hear that, I find that I like with those words, that really affects me. Whereas other people want a pay rise. Other mm. people might want an award. Mm. Um, but anyway, so that's, that, that's been a highlight of my week, this Fitbit. Like once I, when I get to a, like a certain, but then it's like fucked as well. Because if I'm working when I'm writing, it's like I will only do like 2000 steps because I'm just walking to the fridge and back. So then I just feel shit. So now I'm relying on this device to tell me if I'm you know this is what would typical me now I'm relying on this device to tell me if I've done well or not so the other day I'd only done 2,000 and I went had that voice in my head going well it's a lot different than 20,000 oh so that's the problem is it goes the other way exactly so yeah. I mean okay I'll, uh, just quickly I'll go jump in and add an addendum that thing I said about the women wanting to be told you're a good girl that isn't just something that I I, I've witnessed that is no, I'm, that no I, I was, yeah. it is from a study I just yeah. want to add that it's not it's not just some sexist yeah, thing yeah but I'm I don't saying. want to talk That's about sex study. on this pod no nah, we don't have to I'm talk done. I, no I'm no no we done. don't have to talk I understand that you're resentful about sex because everyone around you is having you sex and you're not having none I just, I, I, but no, um, no I'm not going to talk about it. I just had to add that uh, addendum just because I don't want to just say that I'm saying that that came from a study um, but yeah I was about to ask like why why is it so bad that that we just have these little validations but then you already answered it it's because if it goes the other way then suddenly your self-esteem is completely gone and that's so but then but this is my other question is so what do you do how do you overcome that need to just be told by a device or a person that you're doing a good job like how do you how do you qualify it you have a spiritual connection so hard to have a spiritual connection. Yeah, it takes a lot of work. I know, I know. But I mean, the only way is that if you have a connection with yourself and the world or the universe, or when I say spirituality, it doesn't have to be a formal God, but a, just a connection with something that isn't a person or isn't, uh, you know, 
an institution or someone someone's like a tangible thing or an out uh, a material thing it's not anything to do with that it's just a feeling and also a feeling of self-worth self-worth regardless of anything material Mm. um regardless of how successful you are regardless of how good looking you are there's a set and I think some people are born with that and so they therefore they don't need to have constant reassurance that they're a good person I was born I think we can I can speak for you as well with absolutely no self-worth um oh maybe I I won't go that far actually because we have good parents and they gave us love and whatnot but I mean but I mean, on a scale of, I, I, I guess I can't measure someone's self-worth with other people, but I would say that my self-worth is not great. Um, mm. And for it to be at a normal level, a livable level, it takes a lot of work. So for me, validation um, is is important. Yeah. Um, and also dopamine is an issue for me so validation gives me dopamine yeah um and also i do other things that to, for net, that i need dopamine because i'm an addict and that's the whole self-worth thing so i guess it's all interrelated yeah um and and yeah i don't know how we got to this this is exactly what happened when i walked in as we started talking about something and then we went into this like we got in really deep. We got in deep we? with a race. We were talking about race. <laughs> we politics got into a race like straight away. It was really crazy. Um, um, well, I'm gonna like, say like it's it, dark and heavy. Yeah, we're in that mood today. It's gonna be a real. I don't know why, but no, you're in a, a light calm. mood. I came in and it was like all like light and airy in here. Yeah, I think you're bringing down. The vibe. Yeah, I bring. I'm bringing down the vibe for sure. <laughs> but I want to say something on the validation Sorry. thing. It's like not really related, but anyway, um, is uh, whenever I talk to people that I know and the podcast comes up they're always like oh yeah I haven't like listened for a while (laughs) and I'm like I'm like okay like I don't know but here's the thing is like you can take it one or two ways I can be resentful and like be like oh you should can you support what I'm doing but like then the other thing is like I feel good about it because then our our download numbers are like doing fine so I'm like okay maybe we actually have like real listeners that I don't know or maybe it's just all people that you know that I don't (laughs) I don't know I don't fucking know I think people dip in and dip out when I hear people say I haven't listened to it a while ago yeah it doesn't really register with me because I know what it's like you know I go in and out of phases with podcasts and sometimes I won't listen to one for four months because I get over them and I mean I'm over myself talking so I'm actually surprised anyone fucking tunes into this shit and the other thing we should say is um is I've said before, I don't ever say on the pod that if someone I knew did a pod, I, I probably wouldn't listen to it. Like, I really, we really yeah. appreciate Yeah, thanks actually for listening to it. Yeah, I do think. But I also think people binge it. So sometimes I'll see the numbers like go up and then someone will mention to me that they hadn't listened for a while. So they, they binged like 10 episodes or something. Yeah. And so... And so I think sometimes that's why the numbers, I don't know. But I mean, look, that's another thing is like people like us, it's hard not to go look at the numbers and go, oh, okay, it's going a bit slow. Again, because of the dopamine release. Um, but I don't know. I mean, why the fuck are we doing this podcast? Yeah. Like why? What, what, how did this come about? Let's, let's go know. back to basics. I'm interested in this because I, I've kind of found myself in this groove of, of recording this thing and, and feeling and I'm committed to it. It's like a relationship. Like I've gone, you know what? Like I, I'm settled into this podcast now. Yeah. And I want to know why. Why am I doing this? Why are you doing it? Um, 
It's literally going to be no laughs in this episode. Yeah, I don't know. We're really tired I today. Think so, now, so now everyone's going to tune out. This is the episode where everyone's going to go, you know what? I'm fucking done now. Well, <laughs> I'm done. I'm well, disconnected. Already, I mean, it's because of the apple. I think it all goes back to the apple thing is they've sowed the seeds for the end of the podcast by ruining our fucking number system. We were going on well and now this is the end of the podcast. Can you so, not? That's making me sad. Um, well, I would, well, I'm going to change tax to a positive thing. Is... um. I saw two two positive things on the bus the other day. Oh, well, I wanted to talk about the why we're doing the podcast. Well, what do you want to say? I mean, just because we like talking about shit, I don't know. Okay, so you're not you're not playing with this one. Well, I don't. I just don't really know what to. I don't really know why. It's just like fun. I have fun doing it. That's about all. All right. <laughs> what do you, well, What do you think? Why do you do it? I don't know. I want to have a discussion about it. But okay, let's have a discussion no, about it. Fine. We can it's, have a discussion. Nah, it's on mine. I'm done. <laughs> I'm fucking done. Okay. I'm done. You're so down in the dumps today. Oh, I gotta I gotta make it I'm real. Fucking Is done. everybody happy? Okay. <laughs> I'm done. All right, here I'm we go. Done. Okay. Here's one thing I saw. I the, fucking hate Joe Rogan. His face yeah. just came up on my okay, screen. Okay, can we talk? <laughs> we got to talk about Joe Rogan because it's been the <laughs> elephant in the room for ages. And as soon as you do a podcast, you're like, you got to compete. You think you're competing with Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan. Now, I heard the other day, did you hear on uh, Tiger Belly, latest Tiger Belly, they're like, oh, Joe Rogan's the new Johnny Carson. Like He can make or break you. If you go on his podcast, you're made as a star now. And I listen to Joe Rogan and I'm like, Why? He's just this fucking alpha male jock that he does commentating for UFC and he thinks... So I don't know how through that, through doing UFC and comedy, he thinks he's uh, um, an authority on, like, spirituality. Like, how are those things connected at all? And, and, and like... In between, in between, like peddling hemp oil or some fucking bullshit, some some derivative of of marijuana, he thinks that um he thinks that he can like interview philosophers and like oh. Elon Musk and and somehow compete with like with their their intellectualism or whatever. I just hate him. I cannot stand the man. I think he's the stupidest guy. He's so fucking I, You dumb. know why I'm laughing so much? I'm sitting here and killing myself because it's so true. It's- he has been the elephant in the room. He's, he's the elephant he's, in my fucking nightmare, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, he's, he's just his omnipresence in our life and we just fucking hate him. And you know what? It just you know, you don't even have to listen to that fucking asshole. And He will when, still be yeah, everywhere. When you, He'll be everywhere. You know, when you do it but but do you know why I just saw his face? It was cause he's it was in my podcast thing. Because I have listened to him. Because I listened look. Russell Brand, Russell Brand. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. That's they're all. The only it's two. the same in my life. And you know what? Is I listen. It's in fucking embarrassing. This guy. He's not intelligent at all. He's not funny. He. I've called him the stoner intellectual because all the stoners go home, smoke some weed, and they listen to him. And then they they go, oh, that sounded really intelligent. And then they go to a next party and they spout out everything that Joe Rogan said and make out like they're fucking so smart. And but you're then- not. Then they turn into little mini Joe Rogans. Oh like no. they think that they're they're the forerunners of some new movement. I know. And then um, so then you know it's like it's like I feel like uh, ten years ago it used to be like people smoked pot and then like you would the telltale sign would be they started posting on Facebook like mm. their little conspiracy no. thing like nine eleven yeah. is a lie fluoride yeah, in the water yeah, yeah. and now it's, it's turned Joe to Rogan. you know someone smoking pot by like suddenly they start posting like Joe Rogan like. Look at this fucking thing that mushrooms can do, or something yeah, like. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and um, they start talking about they they start like 
they they're coming from a toxic masculinity point of view but they suddenly start talking in a way that's you know they're softening up a bit like oh you know bro love you know connecting and it's like and they get a bit spiritual they start getting a bit spiritual and it's like I don't know. I just every but it's still it's still just alpha male bullshit. Yeah, but yeah. they start awakening about like you know what's problematic about masculinity and yeah, how yeah. we should change masculinity. But then all Joe Rogan's actual like like jokes that he makes is all about like like anal sex and stuff. Yeah, like it's all yeah. just like fucking college oh, humor. Oh, he's he's just a college bro bro. Like I fucking. Every time I listen to him when he's talking to anyone, um, into, if they're more intelligent than him, he just, you can hear, actually hear him switching off and then he'll go, yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, and then like say something that's completely unrelated because he, he, his brain, you can, you can hear his brain wires, not <laughs> like his snaps. His brain wires? <laughs> his, his synapses. No, you can feel his synapses. You sound like Joe Rogan right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's happening is the, uh, the brain yeah, wires. Yeah, but you can are, hear his synapses. Um, <laughs> no, that's not how you say that. Synapses? <laughs> Sy- synapses. Oh, no, it's not. Whatever. The synapses in his brain, <laughs> they're not connecting. Synopsis? Can you f- you're being Joe Rogan. You're being Joe Rogan because you're, inter- you're interrupting my thoughts. Okay, go with your that's thoughts. That's what he does. Go with your thoughts. Well, it's ruined now. I was just going to say that you can hear that his brain is literally not fucking working. And he's trying to comprehend. It's like, I am trying to comprehend what you say. And then like he doesn't really understand what you say and he can't compute it. And he can't come back with anything like that he thinks is intelligent. So he goes, ha ha, weed. Exercise is good. you got to exercise, guys. <laughs> Cause, cause, yeah, yeah, exercise. Yeah, he fucking sucks. Um, um, but one thing is on that subject of like the fucking annoying hippie stuff is like, I was over your house uh, the other day, and uh, couldn't help but notice that you turned into an incense person. Oh no, I and, use it to uh, light my oven. You use incense to light your oven. Yeah, cause um, <laughs> yeah, cause my um, you know those little sparker things that you light the oven with. Yeah, that's a long little thingamajig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not the kind of gal that will go get a new one. So. Oh, I got a spare one. Do you want it? Yeah, but don't you need it? No, I got one. Well, I don't know what my new um, oven situation. So, guys, I got a house. If, um, oh, yes. So, last week we were talking, I was talking to Emma and Ben about this house that I, I applied for and it was like bow diggity. The eco-friendly. Like the eco one. Well, we got accepted for that. Oh, really? No, but we rejected it. Oh, why did you reject? Because... You realised you were eco-friendly. <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, no, I just... um, We got accepted, but on the day... The day that we got accepted, um, I went and looked at one... Another one. Um, and it was slightly bigger than that one. And um, had a washing machine, like... In, it just it was the same kind of setup but a bit bigger and it was like seventy dollars less. Oh my god, that's such a good deal. Um, the building is like obviously you're not gonna get. I'm, I don't have the roof like there's no rooftop. So the other one had the rooftop and the pool and the oh, sauna yeah, and all no, that. You don't need that. This one doesn't have any of those bells and whistles. It's just a normal apartment. But um, it's a washer and a dryer, doesn't it? Washer dryer com in one machine, which I'm a little yeah, like a, that's probably gonna break. Or yeah, but um, it's got a dishwasher, so I'm gonna be a bourgeoisie. But it's like that broad city thing where they have they go all crazy because that 
that how the house their house sitting has a dryer and everyone like comes over for like a party because they've got a dryer like someone you know with a dryer i feel like it's just such a luxury and i know we're going we're doing a complete backflip on the eco-friendly yeah, thing yeah, yeah. but like i just fucking love dryers so much i love not dealing with the whole drying process no i don't i don't really like dryers they ruin your clothes you know that's my only issue with them is, uh, but I feel like they're they're trying to sort that out. Like the science mm. has gotten better, the yeah, drying science. Um, but anyway, so washing machine and dryer in one. I don't know. I just don't I believe think, in that. Well, the thing is, it's so count. It's like it's like that Seinfeld joke about um, dry cleaning. It's mm. like how can you clean things and it be dry? Yeah, it's, it's just, like it's like how can you have water in a system and then suddenly yeah, just dry it just, shit? It just it just it it just sounds a bit dodge. But anyway, um. It just was a bit – it was bigger. And when I really thought about it, I thought, we can't afford – like, what, what – I, I get these visions of, like, you know, that I'm going to be able to afford all of this stuff. And when really – you know, money is really not – I don't have plentiful. You know, I'm still earning very little. Yeah. And precarious. So, uh, well, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> anyway. So, I, we, I saw that house and I thought, it's not actually that worse than the other one. It's $70 less. Mm. So, we decided to apply for that one and see what happens. And we were kind of umming and ahhing and going, oh, fuck, you know, do we go for the good one? Do we not? But I got this vibe. It was similar. It was the similar vibe I got with my apartment. You could tell it had been on the market for ages. And she was kind of like, oh, well, you know, if you apply, you know, I'm going to... I said, oh, how long will it be for her to find out? She goes, oh, I'll try and get it within 24 hours. And you know, I was asking these questions and she was really letting me know that it, that it was pretty much a done deal that if I applied for it. Anyway, because I knew that it was a done deal, I haggled her down. I haggled her. Oh, really? You haggled? Ha- like I did with this, my last one. I haggled her down. So I tried to haggle her down 30 bucks less. Yeah. Um, didn't go through. Um, but we settled on 390 390 That's fucking good, dog. Yeah. So tr- so um, we're going to be paying less. You're going to be paying less, less. And it's a nicer. Well, it's well, nicer. Well, it's not nicer. It's... It's just a bit roomier than the penthouse suite that we were going to have. Well, it's nicer than your current apartment. Right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's not. It's not. Look, the the what the the expensive one that was like eighty dollars more expensive. It was quite lush. Everything was new. But when we really thought, but the the one that we're we're going in now, it's a little bit older, but not too much older. Still, yeah. old, still new. Um, the foyer, the actual building itself is not anything to write home about. It's way better than the one I am in now. There's a lot of stains on the fo- in the foyer carpet. But you know what? We're, we're grungy. It's just a bit grungier, this place. Yeah, And I I've got it. a car park bay that, sh- that will be mine. No one will take it. And um, not that I have a car, but it's nice. And um, it just felt a bit, bit more Tristan and I. And it's yeah. in Perth. It's in Perth City. Nice. So um, where, what kind of further, street? But further around. I'm not telling, saying what street it is because I don't want people to stop. Well, you said me. the other one. Is oh. this street too specific? Well, I just don't want people to know where I live. People not. It's probably. I, I don't I, want people to know. I'm guessing it's on a pretty it's near, long street. It's near the um. It's near the stadium. Oh yeah, yeah. You know that one just H- there. HBF Stadium. HB. It's right near HBF yeah, Stadium. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice area. So I'm not too far from here. Um, that's cool. But because the room, the room's like biggest. The second room's biggest. So we can have our little office. It's bigger than the other one. So anyway, I've got an apartment and I'm moving. But you don't want to say what? What was that other street called that you were going to do? Sterling. Sterling. I didn't want to like, you know, say anything negative about this apartment you're excited about. But now that you're not getting it, I will. Um, is that? Sterling Street has a weird vibe to me. Like, oh. it's too quiet. 
oh, it's it feels like there's just going to be junkies flying through the air. Yeah, it's very... It's like... Uh, oh, what can I compare it to? It's like, well, there's only really, like, hostels there. There's, like, hostels and, like, just weird it's shitty cafes. Industri- it feels a bit Yeah, industrial. it's just very weird. And it's very yeah. close to the centre of the city, but it's just, like, yeah. fucking shit. I was a bit weirded out when I was on there. Yeah, like, I, I don't, don't, like I don't really like this street. It's very sordid. But the street that we're on now is a bit weird, too. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, look, we're there for a year. We so- we're signing a year lease and we'll see what happens. Yeah. That's the good thing about renting. You know, you can just leave. Yeah, and the thing I want to say about the other apartment is I feel like because of the the kind of class resentments that you and I have, when we see something super bougie, <laughs> yeah. we're just like, fuck yeah, yeah man. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to change who I am. Yes. I'm, I'm going to be... The person version of that uh, that yeah, apartment, yeah, yeah. like I'm going to be eco friendly. Yeah, well, you already yeah. thought you were eco friendly. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lie. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you use earth dishwashing liquid, and you think that done oh, and dusted? Kenny, okay, I'm not even getting um, into this because I actually. Well, you actually did a good thing. You got me off the aerosol deodorant, so I want to put that out there because I see You're every eco friendly. I see every John, Dick, and Harry has has um the bloody aerosol deodorant still. Stop using it. Be like uh, me and Omi and get off the bloody train. But I want to say, yeah, so about the class resentment is, um, yeah, you think that you're going to change who you are. But I think that, like we were saying with Emma last week, is that once you move in, you'll be like, maybe I'm not good enough for this apartment. And you won't feel comfortable in it. And it doesn't suit you. And I'm not saying that you're a low class person. <laughs> but I <laughs> think that, that you and Tristan... You you have a more crunchy vibe, and oh, yeah. so you you work well in the grungy. Yeah, I see. You that's like what, to be down in the dirt. That's what I liked. You know. I liked that about it. It yeah. was it was a bit step up than I am now, but it was still like, it's a still a bit of a wild card. And we're right near that really dodgy park where all the homeless people live. You know, oh, just you up mean there. With the IGA? You know where that's our local? That IGA that the you IGA, go to yeah, is yeah, our yeah, local. Yeah. That's we just so live up there. Fucking dodge, dodge. Yeah, so we live in the quite oh, dodgy area. Oh fuck. Yeah, but you're in a like it's an apartment, so people yeah, probably won't be able to like get in. Buzz in. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. sick. Yeah, you. Yeah, be you got to buzz in. I've still got a buzz in. Yeah, you it's can. It's not buzz. like where I am now, where you actually can just like rate me if you want. Yeah, yeah. Um. Also, I know you didn't want to talk about sex, but can we just give the update from that girl that it's confirmed crack sex? Oh yeah. So um. So yeah, we put out a bonus app. Um, if you haven't listened to it, basically. It's called hashtag crack sex. Um, basically, you know, because people dipping in and dip out of this pod, I thought we'd just give us a quick recap. Um, last week we heard from my apartment um, some very, very strange noises that lasted over three hours. Could have been all night. Who knows? Um, and it was, we think, someone having crack sex because it yeah. sounded like not sex noises but weird weird moans that were not didn't sound enjoyable just like slightly off just very slightly off um so we think we were, we were actually going to call the police because we thought it was torture but then we realized it was probably crack sex because this 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 girl is just a complete head case but um we actually saw we we walked past the next when was it was it after no what when did we see that guy no no the first part of it is after we recorded two podcasts I walked past and could steer, still hear the sound. So initially, so I was like, that's why it's definitely crack sex because by that stage it'd be going for three or four hours. 
So it's definitely the longer something goes on like that, the longer you're like, it can't be regular sex and it can't be someone being like beaten up because it just wouldn't last that long. Yeah. But anyway, then the day after, was it? Yeah, yeah. The day after we were walking home and um, I walked home to her apartment and we walked past the building. And do you want to say what happened? Well, the door was open and there was a man standing in the doorway. And this guy was confirmed a cracky dealer. Mm-hmm. He wasn't cracky. Like, when I say cracky, no, that's the wrong term. A cracky, when you think of a cracky, you think of like a wiry. disheveled, wiry, scabby person. He wasn't that. He was he was like a, I wouldn't say FIFO cracky because that's too upper class. I would say... He was in between. In between. He's someone, he has like, he has... Um, he still has his job, but he's hanging on by a thread. I don't know if... It and it's, he's, he's got like a tradie vibe. He had a... Tr- but not a tradie vibe? Oh, how do you describe this guy? He was um, big guy, tall guy, broad guy, um, ugly as sin. Sounded very dumb. Dumb as fucking doorknob. Who knows how he exists in the world? Um, hat. He had a muscle shirt. Yeah. But no style, just kind of... You know, like, you know, what could we think of him as a suburb? Suburb. He was, he was an enigma. Yes, <laughs> he wasn't an enigma. He definitely wasn't an enigma. But could we reduce him to a suburb? Ah, uh, Spearwood. No. Why not? Spearwood's too good for him. Really? He wasn't as bad as Armadale. Um, Gosnell. Hil- Hilton. Nah. Gosnell. Yeah, he was had he a Gosnell vibe. He was a Yeah, yeah Gosies. Um. I d- I've never been to Gosnells and nor have I met anyone from Gosnells. But so I'm s- I've heard it's a fine place, yeah. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, so um, that's, that's the fucking update. No, but did you say what we heard? Oh, yeah. We heard, we heard, we were walking up the stairs. Yeah. Because she lives just below Omi, the floor below Omi. And um, we heard... Can you fucking do? She's playing <laughs> Joe Rogan by accident. Oh, sorry. Uh, he's gonna sue us now. Um, so <laughs> we, so we heard um, the guy saying to the girl, "Oh, I can get some, uh, get some more." And he stopped because he saw us. Yeah, he stopped. So that's why we thought he was saying, "I can get you some more fucking meth, yeah. some crystals, some shards, so, if you will." Yeah, and she was like, I, and she was like nowhere to be seen. It was like she was lying in the bed, and she was like, eh, yeah. And I reckon he. And then she just like closed the door as soon yeah, as we got there. Yeah, it was just weird. And so I'm so happy to be leaving that place. It was actually a yeah. fine place. It really was a fine place. Um, as you said last week, so there's some kind of gentrification of druggies going yeah, on where they're um, taking over the neighborhood. So I'm going to play uh, Resentment from Katie. Oh, can I say my positive things that I was going to say before first? About what? I just had two... I wanted to cheer you up, so I was going to say some positive things I saw on the bus. Okay. Okay. So, one thing was, um, is like there was this little kid going to school, just, you know, trying to make it in the world, in the big city. He was going to... He was like, had to be like a year eight. You can't see it from there. I'll show you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, um, he was on the bus and like the bus stopped and just opened the front door. So, he was like... Oh, back door, please. And um, <gasps> and then like so, the guy didn't hear him. So like the How bus was, was about he? he was about um, he was about uh nine, and um, excuse me um, he was so so the bus was about to keep going. So he was going to miss his stop. But then a chorus 
of people just like pretty much everyone on the bus was like back door please <laughs> like, and it was like a really nice community moment because they were just like taking care of the kids yeah, you that's know cute. and i felt really good that's cute anyway another moment i saw at the train station was um was uh everyone was like on their you know friday night commute back home uh all got off the train and that you know they have at perth train station they have that kind of walkway above mm. all the platforms um was everyone everyone was stopping to watch something and I was like, oh, what are they stopping to watch? And what it was was um a little kid playing hide and seek with his parents in the middle of the train station. And it was just really cute because he was were just they doing like, that? he was just like walking around like, Well, where's mummy and daddy? And like, they were like just like bit, hiding. Isn't that a bit dangerous at the train it's station? That, no, I think no, because it was just what the parents you... that were hiding. So they could like watch him as he was looking. And I just thought it was really cute that everyone like stopped to watch this little cute kid. I don't he think was that's like, cute at he all. was like three years old and he was just like playing hide and seek in the train but, station. But like, what if you really lost them? Wouldn't he be scared in the crowd? No, because they were the ones hiding. So they were watching him the whole time. Oh, it doesn't sound that great to me. Okay. Well, I was just trying to cheer it up and you made it cynical. So anyway, let's go to Katie. Oh, Katie. <laughs> Yo, you're going to have to beat that out now. No, I'm sick of the bleeping. <laughs> Katie, Katie. Oh, it doesn't matter. She's in Katie London. Katie D. Let's All right, so Katie, Lund- Katie London. Uh, Katie's our resentment from across, across the globe. So that's the segment that's going to come and go. Oh, that's really fun. Yeah, so Katie, resentments from across the globe. Is that, is that the right way to say it? Across the globe? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Katie, Unless you're a flat earther. Katie has sent me a voice note and I'm going to play it for you. Um, it's a resentment. Mm-hmm. Hi, how are you? I hope you had a good birthday. What did you get up to for your birthday? Um, okay, that was the wrong one. <laughs> Basically, I am extremely resentful about the fact that I get so many calls to my mobile which are from people saying that I've signed up to some online trading thing, which I have not signed up to, or PPI, or some sort of thing telling me that I've been in an accident when I haven't been in in an accident. And it's come to the point now where if I see a number on my phone that isn't in my phone book, so it's just a number or it's withheld, I will not answer because I am worried that it's going to be one of these calls that's going to really annoy me. Mm. And so... I, it's actually affecting the way that I use my own phone because I won't answer the phone to somebody because I get so many calls from people that are, you know, just unsolicited calls. And I really, really resent that, the fact that I can't open answer my phone knowing that it's somebody who actually wants to speak to me about something I'm actually interested in. So that's my resentment, that my behaviour has been changed by annoying people who've got my number from deceptive means <laughs> and I just I feel angry about that so I now think oh you know what if it's somebody who really wants to talk to me and it's something important they'll leave a message and that's the way that I use my phone I think I spend maybe 30 minutes in a month on my phone and that might be if I call my mom or if I call my boyfriend or if I call a friend but they're not from actually answering calls that are for me and I pretty much do everything via email now because I can't stand these annoying callers. <laughs> I don't know if you feel the same or if that's an issue in Australia, but it definitely, definitely is an issue in London because I regularly have people saying, hi, I'm just ringing because um, I've heard that you've been in an accident. 
and I say, what oh kind of God. accident? And they say, in a car accident. And I think that's funny because I don't even drive. <laughs> so how did you get that information? And I even say that to them. I'm like, oh, yeah, how did you get that information? And they just hang up on me because they know that they're deceitful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that, Katie. <laughs> and I love that <laughs> your resentment really came through in the way you put that. Um, and uh, I mean, to be honest, um, we do have it in Australia, but um, it's not to the same degree. I mean, there's there's the the odd person calling you up to get you to be a webcam girl or something. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but I don't really get any calls. And I think... They've kind of given up on me because I don't answer my phone anyway. Yeah, but, but uh, I get calls. I've got call. I've I've had calls, as we all know. And I just want to know with the sales one. Do, do these? They must lead in sales. I don't see. You know, because what people sell this information. So this this information, people's contact information is, um, is valuable to advertisers. Um, I got one the other day and yeah, Katie, I do get them, but not as many as that. I got one the other day saying, hi, name, you know, you can tell straight away. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, hi, how can I help you? And he said, um, who are you with? Who is your gas bill with? And I said, um, or something, who are you happy with your gas and I s- provider? And I said, well, actually my real estate agent deals with that. So, you know, I have no, no idea. Mm-hmm. And he just, oh, and just hung, hang up. And I'm just thinking, with these cold calls, do, do any of them lead in sales? They must do, or else they wouldn't be so valuable. Um, yeah, it's just, I guess it's just like a very low success rate, but they must. Like, I mean, if they haven't got the money to do like TV ads or something, it must just be the, the best way to do it. Um, oh, shit. Can you, sorry. What, what the fuck are you doing sorry, in the audio I'm today? Sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't um, know. But I want to say this is actually an opportunity, Katie. And uh, and to to change your lifestyle to mine, where I never answer my phone. That's what she said. I've never, she never answers I've it never now. answered my phone in my life. But see, you're feeling resentful about that, Katie. But I think you should embrace it. That the phone, the phone for me is really just it's just like a um like a message bank. All I do is get SMSs and voicemails. And you don't reply to any of them. I know I don't. I reply to hardly any of them. I'm. Nearly, you know, off the grid. Yeah, you are. And, you and, are off the grid. But if you embrace it, it's a nice way to no, be. No, but it's not. But you know what? I. It, but 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 can't you see the resent? Like, I would be so resentful as well. It's like, okay, so what's the point of having this phone? And I would be really interested to know if other people in London are having the same experience, or if her information just got sold off somewhere and it's just bad luck. Well, good thing we have so many listeners in London. They can really. Uh, yeah, they can call um, in. Well, uh, and the other thing I want to say is the one I get the most is the texts. Do you get the ad ad texts? No, uh, some here and there, not that many. Well, I get them from um, from Domino's a lot, and I don't really buy Domino's very often. But uh, and they have they they have the opt out thing. They're like, if you want to opt out of this messaging, you can just press blah 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 out or whatever. But um, for some reason, I can't pull the trigger on it. And I'm like, there mm. might be one day yeah, when I'm really I just can't dominoes. It's like the email marketing. It's like I've subscribed to random stuff, either willingly to get something, and yeah. then I'm like, oh, I'll just unsubscribe later. Or I'm subscribed in some, as Katie said, deceitful way, and I just can never be bothered under subscribing. So I end up just putting them all, deleting them every day. So part of my day... I is taken up by deleting emails from past subscribers or things I've been subscribed to without my knowledge. 
Who is um, still deleting emails in this day and age? You just let them go, don't you? What do you mean let them go? What's this let them go? <laughs> just let, let them stay on unread. I mean, that's just completely anarchy. What? I thought everyone did that. I I I go through my emails and I only read the ones that are no, relevant. I just see, leave the rest. You, haven't you ever heard of the zero inbox? I don't. I'm not a zero inboxer, but I'm just saying some people, and I know many of them. That they it gives them anxiety having unread emails, so they go through and delete all their emails. They'll either action them or delete them, or they'll archive them. So there's nothing in their inbox. But if that look, if you enjoy doing that, then God bless. But I think I just think some of these things you're letting things into your life that you just you don't need to think about. No, like you don't need that anxiety. No, but doesn't it give you anxiety having thousands of unread emails? No, because I I use my email to look at the emails or write the emails that I need and then I just get out of it. It yes, has no impact on my life no, other than when I'm looking No, but you must not email that many things then because how, doesn't it – what if you're trying to find an email and it's your inbox is completely full no, of shit? No, you don't go through. You search. It's the oh, yeah. search function. No, see, I delete all junk mail. No, you don't delete. Can you just listen to what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, look, sorry. I'm fucking done. How, have we done enough time? This yeah. one's a fucking shit, eight shit show. <laughs> I thought it was good. Uh, I'm was done. What's the, what, what, where um, are we at to? Can we wind this no, up? No, we wind this down. Uh, guys, don't. Omi doesn't represent. Where are we? We're at 40. We can Oh, do let's get rid of uh, it. All right. Guys, let's go. I, don't like, I don't like you talking down about the thing. Yeah, guys, but, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, we've got to read out the emails from Jackie. Jackie's. Um, send us three emails. None of them really. <laughs> they don't say anything. <laughs> they don't say anything. But anyway, she first one says, "You made me smell myself." What the hell? Well, what was that on the episode? What episode? You can't say uh, number now because of the it's numbers. It's Yelly Miguel. Okay, so the, so Yelly Miguel episode made Jackie smell herself because Ben said that he could smell himself and she didn't like it, which All I right. think is a bad sign. And by the way, now now it happens after I have a shower. So I told you that it wasn't about the smell because now I, even after a shower, I was just like, oh, I can smell my own smell when I don't like it. Even after a shower? Yeah. Well, something must be wrong with you. You must have a medical condition. <laughs> so I'd go get that fucking I think checked that's out. just weird. Um, and then she said, love Ben yelling. Love the app. You guys are funny. And she said, also said it was the best app. So thank you for she that, says, Jackie. Yeah, okay. Well, that was. <laughs> You're so <laughs> negative. Well, that was uh, insightful. Thanks, Jackie, uh, for those short and sharp okay, emails. Okay, I'm sorry for Omi. She's having a bad day. Um, but God bless her. And uh, <laughs> uh, oh. stop! <laughs> We're gonna end the podcast. Take care, everyone. Keep listening to the podcast, and I, I love you. Bye. <laughs>